Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the WEEI studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. 17 seconds to play. McAvoy off the boards. Marchand closes, sets his edges, and it's off the apron. Marchand to Bergeron. McAvoy scores! They pull one out of the rabbit's hat. Linus Olberg stood on his head. 54 saves, and the game ends with four. I mean, besides that chunk of time around the All-Star break, he's largely been right. The team's absurd. I mean, it gets to a point where you're watching like I was last night, and you get a little agitated. You're like, all right, just make your run already. Just put it away. Just score your goal already. I know you're going to score your goal. Don't you dare go to overtime. Don't go. To, don't sleepwalk through this and make me stay up for overtime, you a-holes. But they did, and we all could see it was coming. Like, we all, even I saw this last night. I'm like, great. The Flames took a little lead. That's cute. The Bruins are going to answer. They're at least going to get their point, which I can't imagine anybody cares about. I was getting annoyed with Jack last night on the broadcast, too. It's like, oh, another point? That matters? Oh, they earned this point going to overtime. They you think 99 they need, points. You think they need points? <laughs> they still have 22 games left. They don't need points. Oh, another point that they secured. They're however far in front of the, the Leafs that they are. They pull one out of the rabbit's hat. I didn't know where that one was going. Rabbit's wearing a hat? Yeah. Oh, out of the rabbit's hat. The rabbit's got the hat. Also, the very first time I did of not it, pick they, up on they that. They pulled one out, and I was like, of their butts? They pulled it out and showed it to all of Canada. <laughs> Could have gotten any number of ways. That would have been a better way to go. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> it's Jones and Mego with Arkan. It's a rabbit <laughs> wearing a hat. <laughs> it's here on WEEI. We're taking your phone calls. 617-779-7937. Bruins win again. Ho-hum. And Linus Allmark, finally. And I say finally because I think Christian Arkan made a great point last night. Actually, a great point, Mego. Actually, okay. a great point. Linus Allmark finally had a signature game. He had had a signature moment previously, 
in the previous game. Okay, that doesn't even compare. What does not compare to this? What doesn't the fluky little flick goal? Oh no, I agree. The 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 seeing sure. eye into the clown's mouth. I agree. So, uh, but that was a signature moment. Literally, his <laughs> his signature moment was a goalie goal. That was his signature moment of the season until last night, where he had a signature game, which he just he really hasn't had. And Arkan said this going into the game last night in the middle of the first period. When did you say this, Arkan? He must have heard me. I said it right before the game it started. Was, it was like a Jones-esque level of take blowing up in your face, like right away. You're yeah. like, boy, Linus Allmark, you, he wants to win the heart. He better have a signature game. All of a sudden, boom, 54 saves, a standing on his head. Franchise the, record. The only reason the Bruins win, that's true. It is a franchise record. He passed Tim Thomas from like 2007, yep. before Tim Thomas was even Tim March Thomas. March 1st of 2007, which is kind of freaky. Oh. Oh, some symmetry. Well, 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 well. Uh, But that was his signature moment, his signature game. Did he need that to be the Vesna winner? Did he need that to be the Hart winner? Did he need a game like that last night? Because let's face it, as good as Allmark's been, it's been like consistent kind of boring greatness, not dominant greatness. And I have some numbers to back that up, but did he need that appearance? Last night, especially in the second period, I thought he just looked completely in the zone in a way that was incredible. The one that I took away was this number of uh, 19 high danger scoring chances that Ooh. he saw. High danger. Yes. So, like, really imminent, about to go in, uh, like, dangerous to score. And he was good for 18 of those. So I know the number out there is 54 saves. It was the third game in four nights for the Bruins. So everybody's t- got tired legs. Aww. How much do we hear that? Oh, the defensemen are so tired. Aww. Everybody's, oh, well, just they miss their beds, as Jason Tatum would say. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I thought he was incredible last night. I don't know how you look at the shot differential as the game was going on and say, like, how the hell is he doing this? How much longer can he keep doing this? It was. It was incredible. And I, I would agree. He needed a game like that. He's got two shutouts this year. That's the same amount as Swayman, the league leader. I know Sorokin is among the league leaders uh, at five. I think there's a couple of uh, goaltenders at the top. I'll pull it up for you. But, like, he clearly has the best numbers. You know, and whether they're advanced metrics, high danger chances that he's faced all year, or, you know, his save percentage five on five, or just your more basic numbers. Goals against, save percentage, wins. Like, he's been a dominant, dominant goaltender, but I do think a moment like that helps, coupled with his goalie goal, meaningless, but it was a moment that got people talking about him. I do think he needed that if he wants to do something more than the Vesna, which I think he basically has sewed up at this point in time. If he wants to win the heart, which I still think is laughable, but if you want to make that push, you need narratives you need moments like that and maybe last night Arkham was just that for him yeah it certainly could have been um ryan actually reminded me of this do you remember that pittsburgh game where he got pulled and then they put swayman yeah. in swayman got hurt november 2nd yeah. yeah that was in november that was kind of a signature moment and that was a game he played poorly in but he I came was just back gonna say, out he got bombarded in he that got game. crushed in that game but then he came out and they won and he was good in the end and all that but like that was one of the only other the shutout against the avalanche maybe one more but aside from that, I mean, you look up and down this thing. He's always good. He's always steady. He doesn't really make more than like 30, 35 uh, saves a night, which is great, obviously, when you're not letting in more than three goals ever. But it was just, it's been so steady and so kind of, you take it for granted almost. And then you see a game like that where he just goes completely nuts. Uh, that save he had on Lucic on the two on one, oh yes. my God. Yeah. That was, was unbelievable. He's, ri- he's ridiculous. Gotta elevate I a little did bit. Did not Lucic. know that he had this kind of, like, just watching him night in and night out. That was uh, much more of an eye-opener, I'd say, last night. So, again, he's got two shutouts this year. And I just think this speaks to 
a lack of moments like signature games that you really remember. I'm not telling you his his year hasn't been fantastic to this point because I do feel like there's a pumpkin factor waiting with Linus Allmark. But, you know, Sorokin's got five shutouts this year. Ottinger's got four shutouts this year. There's a whole group of goaltenders with three. He's got the same amount as Swayman, and Swayman hasn't been as good, but Swayman's numbers are spectacular as well. Yeah. And it tells you it's more about their system than him individually, which I think works against him if he wants to win the heart. Uh, we'll get to your thoughts on this. 617-779-7937. Did Allmark need that performance last night? Did he need it in his candidacy to win the Vesna, in his candidacy to maybe elbow his way into the heart conversation? Again, 617-779-7937. Let's hear from Linus Allmark after the game. Uh, a few different things that he had to say. Uh, first, let's hear about the team in the comeback. Uh, we know that we didn't play our best for, for that 65 minutes, but we played good enough in the end. You know, We stuck with it. We know we're a great team. And uh, it was never in, in our minds, it was never a doubt that we can come back or uh, when they uh, when they scored that 3-2 uh, goal. Uh, like, there's no doubt in my mind either. The whole time I'm sitting here going, when are you going to do it? When are you going to wake up? Like, when are you going to find... Stop playing with your food. Like, honestly, I, I know I'm a bad person, but, like, it, it, does it make me feel... Or does it make me a worse person to say I'm a little annoyed with them today that they made me stay up for overtime? Because that's how I felt about it. I'm just like, makes you a baby. You just sound wait, like a crybaby. Just wake up and go. <laughs> Just wake up and go. If I am a crybaby about it, then I am. You I'm, are. You're I'm being, being a crybaby. I'm being a giant you're Jason Tatum about it. And you're whining about it. But but it's like, guys, just try. Just try before the final five minutes of the game. That's not my problem. That's their problem. Just wake up and try. Oh, I know our wegs were tired. Oh, we had sweepy wegs. Okay, Omar, Omar talked about that last night, sweepy too. Wags. Picking up his teammates with their sweepy tie-up with a wegs. Yeah, I mean, they tried their hardest throughout the game, you know, and that's what I'm going to do as well. I'm going to try my best. That's all we can ask of each other. It doesn't matter if we are, are tired or we're firing on two cylinders or three cylinders. You just got to try to give your best for the day. And that's what I thought we did. Uh, you know, and they're a good team. You know, it's, it's tough to come in here on the back-to-back and a lot of traveling on your legs. But we managed to find a way. Like, could you wake up is and just it, try a little earlier? Sorry, is someone, like, breaking down furniture behind them? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> it's uh, dropping down a tree. Who knows? It's tough to come in here on the back-to-back and a lot of traveling on your legs. Did someone just drop a body? It's the Saddle Dome. They're getting, ready for, they're, get, they're getting ready for a rodeo or something like that up there. That's what they're doing. So uh, maybe it makes me a bad person to just sit there and wonder, could you have wrapped it up a little earlier? Like, why'd you have to F around with the flames and make me stay up and watch overtime and listen to Jack talk about rabbits uh, <laughs> Rabbit hats. taking their hats off or whatever it was? Out of the rabbit hats! So I, I think it's ridiculous. Allow myself to introduce myself. I think it's ridiculous that Linus Allmark is at least locally being discussed as a true candidate for the heart. He might be a finalist, but I think it's ridiculous that people think he's going to win the heart. Do you why? Think he, do you think he has a chance to win the heart? Yeah, why not? Because he's not even the most important Bruin. He's not even the MVP on his own team, never mind the whole league. Who would you how, put above him on you the Bruins? Pasternak, obviously. Okay. How could you be the heart trophy winner for the league when you're not even the MVP of the team? And here's how I would say it to any Bruins fans who wants to argue, and you can, 617-779-7937. What's up, guys? If you took away Pasternak from the team, what are they? Maybe a playoff team? Like, are they even a playoff team without Pasternak? Probably. They have so many points, probably. But they're not running away from the rest of the league. But how much of that goes back to the redundancy of the position versus what Pasternak produces? Well, I don't know. If Do the same question with Allmark. If Swain, like this, if this, Swain, this, this once again just, go back to having Swayman But just let me ask the question. If Swayman's in there instead of Allmark, how much of a different spot are the Bruins in? 
Not that much. I don't think it's that different either. I don't know that they're on a historic trajectory, but they're probably still the best team in the NHL. Without Pasternak, they're not. So I think it's kind of ridiculous that he's a part, at least locally, of the heart discussion. Well, are we saying no posture now, like he's just gone, or like he's replaced by someone who has twenty goals and fifteen yeah, assists? He's this year? he's not on the team, and you're it's it's but another there's somebody else in there yes, who's not as good. What, I mean, I, but but somebody who's on someone the team, someone who's baseline right. average. Swayman's on the team, so like if you plugged in Swayman and you know backup goalie X, bring back Tuca, and that's your goaltending tandem. You're you're probably still the best team in the NHL. Maybe not historically good, but probably still the best team in the NHL. You take away Pasternak, what are you? He's your heart candidate. It's not Allmark, as good as Allmark's been. Allmark is part of a goaltending tandem that's been excellent. People just want it because of the Cinderella nature of this year, because it feels like such a one-off special year for But why Allmark. him over Pasternak? Why him over? Because I think people feel like Pasternak will have more of these. And Olmark, to your point, there may be a pumpkin factor. So it's like, hey, reward him for this incredible season in which he was incredible. We may never see it again. Yeah, the yeah. odds makers are are picking up on the local narrative because Connor McDavid is your odds on favorite right, yeah. right now to win the heart. And he's number two win. is Linus Olmark plus twenty two hundred. Then I'm seeing Pasta right behind him plus twenty eight hundred, which is stupid. Which is dumb. I, I think that's dumb because he's not going to win it. Uh, McDavid should win it, but if the Bruins have a candidate, to me, it's Pasternak. And so maybe the discussion's gone uh, further than I thought. Maybe there's more national discussion to it. Uh, in- international. international, now uh, that they've blazed through Canada. All across North America. With their sweepy legs. Do you think he's a heart candidate, Arkan? Do you think he deserves to win it? I don't think he deserves to win it at this point, but I do think he's certainly a candidate. When you're sweeping all the goalie categories, then you're going to be part of that conversation. He's also so much better than the next best goalie that I think he's going to be part Is of it. Just be- yes, I think so, because Connor McDavid's so much better than Pasternak that it's not even really a contest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Pasternak's not going to really compete with McDavid because they both play the same position. Position. But Allmark's so much better than all the other goalies that I think he's going to get more uh, consideration. I got roped into this last night. Pete Blackburn said he doesn't even, he's not even sure that, that, uh, whatchamacallit, Allmark is going to win the Vesna. Never mind the this heart. Year? Yes. Pete, Once why? again, Pete on favorite is Linus Allmark to win the Vesna. Ilya Sorokin is have? way behind him. He okay. has, he has Sorokin number two. Uh, and he said he, it's not necessarily how he'd vote. And I read all this last night. Let me, uh, let me track it down. But he said he doesn't even think the Vesna case is airtight. So that's Pete Blackburn. That's not like uh, if the season ended today, he doesn't think that Allmark would win the Vezina. He said he doesn't think it's airtight. He said it's not necessarily how he'd vote, but he doesn't think it's airtight. I saw this. I got roped. That's into a these hotter last take night. than you wanting to trade Allmark. I think, uh, honestly, well, I mean, I'm not sure it is. But <laughs> there's there, Jake Ottinger. No, like, I just told you. Fine. He said Sorokin would be the other Sorokin, goaltender. Sorokin, Gustafson's having a good year, but like they're not close to Allmark. I don't think so. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Te- I'm not telling you he won't yeah, win. Why are you, why the idiot, Pete why Blackburn. Why are you yelling at Jones? Yeah, we're shooting the mess up. It's not my take. Jeez. It's not my take. Shoot the messenger. I, I am desperately trying to track it down. Let's see if he. Uh, let's see if I misremembered. Did I? Did I not get this tweet right? I hope you didn't. But this is. Uh, but this is what I. I Pete saw Blackburn he said last gets night. his mentions <laughs> go sorry. up in flames. Blow up. Blow up. Pete, uh, Pete Blackburn's mentions. It's uh, Celtics Republic had the tweet. Cel- Celtics Republic. <laughs> he Green goes. Shamrock. He goes. There's not a heart conversation, and I'm not even convinced he wins the Vesna at this point. Okay. All right. <laughs> It's what he said, so I don't think he's in the heart conversation either. I would agree uh, with Pete on that. And if you want to say there's other candidates to win the Vesna, go right ahead. Uh, 617-779-7937. Did Allmark need that kind of night? Is he a heart candidate? And when are the Bruins losing again? Are they ever going to lose again? Because it doesn't feel like that's what they're on pace to be doing. We'll get to your feedback here coming up. Plus, 
Should the Bruins get to a point where they need to start resting people? Are they at a point where they need to start resting people? All that right after Trending with Christian Arcan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. You're listening to Jones and Mako on WEEI. We felt we really got outplayed in the second. The first, we actually didn't mind our game, believe it or not. Uh, the second was was bad, and Calgary really, they really outplayed us. And, you know, if it wasn't for Linus, uh, the game would have been out of hand already. And then in the third period, they kept storming us. I thought we managed the ice better, but they just kept coming. And once we went down 3-2, where I say there's no panic, there was no panic on the bench when it went 3-2. You know, we were looking for a hope. We were saying one shot, you know, tie it up, try and get it to overtime. Why would there be panic? Why would they be panic? The Bruins have no pressure on them. None. They don't have to win that game last night. And I think we all felt that they would, but they don't have to. Why would you panic? There's literally no pressure on the Bruins yet. They have no pressure, and they're going through most of the regular season pressure-free. They've been in the driver's seat all year long. So, of course, there's no panic on their bench. There's no stakes. Oh, well, we lost in Calgary. Who cares? Doesn't matter. You'd still be on pace to be the winningest team of all time and the most points of all time. And you're still going to be the Stanley Cup favorite, though. Teams behind you are closing the gap. So, of course, there's no pressure. Maybe that's why the Bruins keep coming through. What happens when there's stakes? What happens if you're down, oh, I don't know, in a game five or a game seven of a Stanley Cup playoff series? Then we'll see how they respond. But right now, there's no doubt in my mind they were going to respond last night. 
Calgary went ahead. I'm like, oh, this thing's going to overtime. Great. The only question was, am I watching overtime or am I watching the dumb shootout? That was my only question last night watching the game, and I was annoyed the Bruins couldn't wrap it up any faster. But why would there be panic? Of course there's no panic on your bench there, Jim Montgomery. There's no stakes. There's no stakes for the Bruins. There's no pressure. And it's kind of been that way since the beginning of the season yes. because of the injuries and everything. It's like, okay, new coach in. Well, let's see what go- what happens. Okay, when everybody comes back, then we can really see what this team is. And they just came out of the gate so hard. So I, I ask you then, I know that the regular season is always a completely different thing for the most part than the playoffs. But is there anything to the stakes being low? Being able to, I'm not going to say cruise, because it's not like they're not playing hard yeah. in a lot of these games. Yes, 100%. But there's, but there's the, you know, the old battle-tested thing. Are they battle-tested enough at this point? Well, look, I mean, the Lightning, however many years ago, was it 2019, 2018? I forget the year off the top of my head. But the Lightning just a few years ago when they got swept by Colorado. Sorry, it had to be 2019, because the Bruins had a red carpet right. rolled out for them on the way to the Columbus, Cup Final. Yeah. Right. Tampa got swept by Columbus, which meant the Bruins didn't have to play Tampa, which is the whole reason they even got to a cup final that year, because Tampa would have smoked them. But, yeah, that year, John Cooper said, John Cooper said that year, you know, we just, and he's probably making excuses, but I do think there's a, a piece to it where it's like, yeah, we're just, we're showing up every night, we're getting two points, the pressure's off, we're not battling for a playoff spot. All the teams below us in the standings, like Columbus that year, are battling for a spot. Every game matters. They got into playoff mode, and Tampa fell out of it that year. And could the Bruins be falling out of it? Sure. Maybe. Uh, You're not a guarantee to come back from a goal down every single night in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I don't think. But Linus Allmark was impressive last night. Like, even I looked at it and said, all right, not a lot I can hate on here with Allmark. Anyone else jump out of you? Uh, yes. Anyone who might have been like a sad Russian a couple days ago? I liked Dmitry Orlov's night, and I always liked the move. Dmitry Orlov, I didn't think sounded too happy to be here the other day. Was I wrong? I think maybe he was just really tired. Okay, but was I wrong? Like, was I wrong? Did he sound happy to be with the Bruins? No, oh, it's fine. I'm going to be a free agent come summer. I play better when I'm sad. And (laughs) my, my theory was... Well, he wasn't happy the first game when he was playing on his offside. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> then he was happier, uh, sounded happier in his second game when he was playing on his natural left side. Yeah, like McAvoy. I'm like, I'm like okay, maybe he's playing on his offside. He doesn't like that. Nope, last night he's on his offside. Two more goals. McAvoy weighed in on the night that he had last night. Can I hear McAvoy? Yeah, he's been playing great. Obviously, we've been shuffling on the back end, but whoever he's been playing with, he's been playing really well. Um, making great first passes, and then tonight, uh, you know, hit a hot stick. Um, exceptional vision there on the third goal. All night he was a part of it, and I uh, just, I don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> what a pickup! What a pickup! He he just he really shores us up on the back end, and uh, you know, I think we we deserve to have confidence in this locker room with the guys that we have. Okay, so that's Charlie McAvoy on Orlov. Who was the only other? Impre- was there anybody else who impressed you? Orlov and Allmark. That was it. That was the whole night. That was Pretty the only much. impressive aspects of the night for me. Everybody else missed their beds. Tired legs. Yeah, they were they were a little sleepy. So the Orloff thing and what you just said, Mego, ties into where we want to go coming up at 617-779-7937. All your thoughts on Allmark's night, the Bruins in general. Uh, but let's start it off with Jonathan and Randolph. Uh, if you could, Ryan, pot him up for me. Thank you. Go ahead, Jonathan. Oh, hey, uh, I don't know what the hell happened. I was listening to the Red Sox on hold. That God. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Red Sox, the Red Sox, uh, welcome. By, the Red Sox, by the way, Jonathan are over on uh, 850 today. So, uh, here on 93.7, you got Jones and Mego with Arkan. Go ahead though. Yeah, good. Because I want to ask hockey Jones a question. Right. Um, does the, uh, overperformance of the, uh, two goalies, uh, this year, regardless of basically who's in net, um, 
put um basically put mockery to all the years of uh, Tuca fans throwing all those context context free stats of him being the greatest statistical Bruins goaltender of all time to yes. Shane because it's like yes. come on if they it, if it they win him. if they win Jonathan and thank you for bringing this up I, I I brought this up last week by the way it got buried under all my trade the goalie takes. But I said if they win, then it, it shuts up all the Tuca frauds and I never have to hear from them again. So, yep, 100%. Yeah, yes. Statistically, Tuca is great. Don't care. If you can win with the Sabres goalie, Linus Olmark, and you can win with Jeremy Swayman, whoever the goaltender is in net, then I don't want to hear it about Tuca Rask ever again. Yep, that's that's what I said. Can we get, and I agree with that. Before we jump to the next thing, can we get Arkan? Because Arkan had a great argument. In your defense... He's white knighting you. Yep. That's what it was. It did feel a little white knighty. He's white knighting you. Uh, but he went ahead and white knighted for me on trading goaltenders. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just, I mean, listen, I don't think there's any real reason to do it now at this point in the season. But the idea that when you have two good goaltenders, you can't trade one. Like, it's crazy to trade one of your two starting goaltenders is really just, I mean, for all the for all the hockey hardos, as much as they love to, like, parade around how, oh, you casual fans don't know anything and, you know, talk about precedence and history and all that stuff, you might remember that every single time there's been two really good goaltenders, one of them's been traded if they've been on the same team, and it's happened over and over again yeah. in some franchises. Uh, the Red Wings had Mike Vernon. They won a cup with him. Osgood comes in. They win a cup with him, and they trade Vernon. Hasha comes in. They get rid of Osgood. This is the cycle. This is what happens. Van Beesbrook was with the Rangers all those years. Richter comes in. They trade Van Beesbrook. You trade, when you have two really good goaltenders, you always trade one. Belfour and Hasek in Chicago, they traded Hasha. I mean, that's, that's what you do. This is the way that that you deal with these sorts yeah, of things because it doesn't make sense not to. I don't know that trading Hashik is uh, exactly what I was going for there in the argument, but I appreciate you white knighting for me. And yeah, he's you, just saying it's I'm not just annoyed a by people saying yes. Exactly. It's not as ridiculous yeah. as the mentions Look, make it out to be. I don't. I don't need Arkan to defend me to know it's not ridiculous. You only need one he's, goalie. He's white knighting. You only need one goalie. You dummies. You don't need both. Say thank you. So if it was going to help your team, you should make a trade. That's all I said. Now I'd move Allmark still. And uh, as Arkan was joking off, well, I would. You would still move Omar. Yes, in the right move. I would move just about anybody in the right I move. I thought you guys, Boston people, knew what hockey was. I would move just about any player in the right Why move. Why wouldn't you move Swayman? Because the I age? would move, I would okay. move either one. That was, that's always been the take. You don't need both. You only need one of them. It's I'd just, move either it's one. It's wild to watch last night and then go, I'm going, I'm riding with Swayman still. Well, Why? Why? Because yeah. he just Omar's put on a historic performance Omar, last Omar night. Omar looked like the best goalie on the team last year until two games into the playoffs, and then Swayman was Did better. he look like the best yeah. goalie in the whole league? No, he no. didn't. But do you believe Linus Olmark is the best goalie in the league, actually, or do you just he's believe he's... He's playing like one this is. season. Of course he's not. Of course he is. He's not the best goalie in the league. Statistically, who is that? Statistically, he is. Okay. Is he actually the best goalie in the league? What's that mean? <laughs> It means he's, he's not statistically it, right it means no, no. It means what he's done so far. Do you believe in him going forward? Of course, statistically, he's the best. I can look at the numbers. You're talking you, about the context, right? right. No, I'm. I'm saying, do you think he's going to stay the best through the playoffs? If you do, then the Bruins are winning the cup. So good for them. I don't believe he's going to stay the best, which is part of why I trade him still. But go ahead. Do you think you think he's going to stay the best? He's the best goalie in the league. He's the best goalie in the league right now. That's not the question, Arkan. Do you think he's going to stay the best? As I don't see why not. I don't see him really slowing down all okay, that much right so that, now. So, so I'll I, that's say a, sure. That's a wishy-washy yes, but I disagree with you. Okay. I disagree with you on that. I would, if I had to choose between the two, if I was in a position to go along with the history that Arkan so nicely cited for us, I would go with Swayman at this point. To, to, to I'm trade. saying to trade. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah. That's fine. I would, I would ride with Omar. It would make more sense to trade Swayman. I'd acknowledge that. Uh, I don't know who you could get more for. But they're not trading a goaltender between now and Friday. They should, but they're not going to. 
617-779-7937. Here's another thing they should do, and I have no idea if they're going to. They should start resting their key veteran forwards. They're resting guys on the back end right now. Okay, so Orloff is filtering in. Uh, Grizzlick was out of the lineup the other night. It was Carlo last night. Who was their first scratch? Was it Clifton? When Orlov came in, I forget. He was on the third pair in his first game. Then he was up with McAvoy. Last night, he was paired up with, uh, with Lindholm. So they're resting guys on the back end, which is great. Saving minutes here, saving minutes there, good. Should they start doing that with guys like Bergeron? Should they start doing that with guys like Krejci and Marchand? You know, they already lost Felino last night. I haven't mm-hmm. seen an update on Felino. That'd be another veteran where maybe you look at it and say, take a day here, take a day there. Should they start doing that with their veterans? Or is it important to chase that wins record, chase that points record? Screw the records. I'm coming from the perspective of just always screw the regular season records at this point. And I understand that that people love that, that it lives in history and everything. But ultimately, who cares? Like, who cares about your regular season records? And you just have to look across sports recently. Well, of course, you look at the 2007 Pats. 16 and 0. Yeah, but just, most, the- just mostly look at the NHL. But yes, you can look at any sport. Okay. I agree. I was going to say, look at the 2015 2016 Warriors. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, 73 wins. Then what happened? You know, they admittedly, after the fact, were like, yeah, we were too focused on that. We got too gassed. They did. And at least. You got three guys in their 30s that you're talking about yeah. just there with those forwards. And I'm sorry, but that's real. Like, yeah, sit them. Who cares about the records? Bergeron, Krejci, Marsham, we're specifically talking about. Should the Bruins rest those guys, or should they keep pushing for the points and wins record? Again, 617-779-7937. Their Arkham, schedule what, right what now do? is really, really tough. Uh, their schedule, they got a ton of games. It's all There's a bunch of back-to-backs, and they're playing every other night for the entire month of March, basically, and then the season's pretty much over after that. It's only like two weeks in April, so I agree. I don't care about these records. They don't really mean much to me. Uh, this team has one last chance, I think, to win a cup here in this is the time you focus on that you don't worry about records okay again fans you can let us know 617-779-7937 it's a clean sweep they obviously should rest those guys are they going to is it worse if you get the records but then as you look back on this team if you're out in the let's say you're out in the second round so people look back and they go oh they hold this record they hold that record but they couldn't even make it through the second round yeah of course it's worse that's worse right yes of course that's worse, because then you point 100%. back and go, why were they so focused on the regular season? Even if that's not why, that's how it will look historically. So if you're concerned with the historical narrative around having those records, and then you blow it in the postseason, you're going to look back on that. People no. are going to look back on that historically Bru- and say, look what they did. If the Bruins don't win, it's a choke, right? We all agree with that. Definitely. If they don't win the Cup this year, they choked, right? Yeah, I would say it's the biggest underperformance for this group over the 12 years that yeah, we're in like, now. Like, no matter what, it's a choke. It will be a historic choke if they have historic numbers to it. Like, it will be, like, maybe the biggest choke in league it's history. It's a bigger choke if you have the record. Correct. But I'm just saying it's a choke either way. They don't even need the record for it to be a choke, but it, it will go... Because then it looks like you went for the records over the postseason. It will be under a greater spotlight, league-wide, nationally, internationally, if they get all these records and they choke. Do you think they actually will rest, guys? They should. We all agree they should. Do you think they actually will? Will Montgomery give Bergeron a day? Will he give Krejci? Krejci's playing through. I mean, he almost got his eye knocked out the other day yeah. from his own stick, by the way. Jack and Brick were asleep on that one. Uh, but that through his own stick, he he almost knocked his own eye out. He's playing through it. Like, wouldn't that have been a good day to give Krejci yeah. a game off? Bergeron a game off? Like, they don't need to do it quite yet. I'm not begging for them to do it yet. And this, to me, is different than Tatum. Tatum's 24. We've had this discussion a lot about him. Tatum's 24. 
these guys have logged a million miles. Bergeron's broken down how many times in these Stanley Cup playoff runs lately. Those guys need to start getting rest. Records be damned. And the way you're playing, you're probably going to get the records anyway, even resting all of them. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see how you don't start resting some of these guys. The ones that we named specifically. I mean, do you feel like Pasternak is more in the Jason Tatum zone? Yeah. Of he can I, go out there. He, he can get his 16 goals. He I know. He broke down in his celebration. Here's where it's complicated with, with Pasternak. He's in a contract year, so he may want to play and really right. push for the numbers. So Ooh, you I, know what would really help his contract if he performs well, healthy in no, the playoffs. It would. I'm just saying that's there's more complication there, and he's younger. I'm not as gung ho about resting Pasternak, but sure, if you want to give him a game or two, I wouldn't object to that. That'd be Bergeron fine. and Pasta have played all 60 games this year. Here's the thing: has Bergeron though, not just... missed a game. Bergeron has not missed a game. If they've they played 60 games, then yeah, he, he has played all 60. You know, who probably doesn't need rest. Charlie McAvoy. Brad Martian, you guys had a month off. You guys should be all set going forward. Let's pick up the load a little bit for your team, boys. Arkan, what do you think? I'm going to throw something out here in a second, but I want to hear you. Um, I mean, there's no reason not to. I just think that when you when you start playing that game, then you have to you have to map out who's resting when and for how long, and guys you're yeah. calling up and sort of stuff like that. And I, it's fine. I mean, there's you know Montgomery should do it, and I think Montgomery will do it because Montgomery seems like he'll do whatever. Like he'll you know if the guys want to rest, he'll give them a rest. Well, what they want to break, he'll just sort of say if, sure. What if they want the record? If they want the record, then he'll probably let them do what they want. But I think that, you know, if you're talking about, do you think the coach is going to stand up to him no. and say, no, 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 guys, no, you have to good do point. it my way? I don't think there's any chance of no, that. No, it's a good point. Yeah. So what do you think the players want? I think, I think at this I think point, they want the cup. I think they yeah. want the record, but they want the cup. I think they want the record. I guess they're pushing for the record now in that room. Guys, we're doing something historic. Let's go for it. And I know Marshan said the other day, none of the records will matter if they don't win the cup. Right. Fine. They probably want the cup. I bet in the room now at this point... Guys, let's go chase history. Guys, let's go get it. I'd hope so. I'd hope they're not afraid of it. I'd hope they're pushing for it in the room. Uh, and the fans want it. The fans care about the record. 617-779-7937. They're on pace to, to well pass by Montreal in terms of the all-time points and Tampa in terms of the wins, or maybe I have those flipped. What were you going to say, Mego? So I was going to say, because I, I sent this to you guys, Shaughnessy wrote about this in the Globe today. Mm -hmm. He was comparing this team to the 71 Bruins who got knocked out in the first round uh, in that year. And he talked to Derek Sanderson, who said that he loves the team this year. They seem to like each other a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. Good well. chemistry. Yeah. But then he says this. He says... Can't make a trade to ruin their chemistry. No, and then no, they make a trade and everybody guys, loves the trade. They, yeah. they yeah, love yeah, each right, other. Right, right, right. The goalies, they love each other. Yep. But he says... They uh, don't. He didn't say that specifically. He says, it's hard for them now because they're not really playing for anything. Maybe they should go for the least amount of losses. Play for that record. Go for something. You've got to reestablish something and keep playing at your peak. I, I bet the guys... Is there anything to that mentality? I bet the guys in the I room want the record. I think stupid. I don't like that. No, no. I, but I, that's what he told Shaughnessy. But I, like, how do you maintain this level? How do you not get mentally... I'm telling you. I already told you. I, think the, I bet the guys want the record. I bet in the room they want the record. I'm sure they do. I'm sure that they do. I also think that that's not real. I mean, I, I read the comparisons to the 70 team. That team won the cup before and after that year. Like, the Bruins last year weren't some cup juggernaut. Like, they were a mediocre team yeah. who got hot this year. I, Shaughnessy so, didn't And there are also a bunch of veterans on that team. They shouldn't need to be focused on that. You know, like, they know what the rigors of the season are. Like, Shaughnessy shouldn't, shouldn't need to go to 71. Pick pick any President's <laughs> Trophy winner in the last 20 years. Well, he throws those in there, too. Yeah, that's it. But uh, his, his grand metaphor is about the 71 Bruins. Outside of Chicago in a lockout shortened year, which I think is, you know, it, its own odd season. It counts, but it's its own odd season. And then the Red Wings somewhere in the early 2000s, none of those President's so Trophies yeah, he says this won. here. He says 35 President's Trophies have been handed out since 86. Only eight of those teams have gone on to win the Stanley Cup. 
2018-2019 Tampa Bay Lightning, 95-96 Red Wings, 92-93 Penguins. Could also tell you a thing or two about regular season dominance yeah. melting during the playoffs. I mean, look, I've been telling people this since October. You're more With the President's Trophy, you're more likely to lose in the first round than you are to win the Cup. Brad Marchand talked about this. Let's hear him. President's Trophy means nothing. It, it literally <laughs> doesn't mean anything. And... and <laughs> And I say that because the well, I shouldn't say it means nothing. The only thing it means is that you get home ice advantage. And, right. and other than that, yeah. we could care less. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, and I and I said this, I've said this multiple times this year. If you go through all the things that we could potentially accomplish this year in the regular season, and we yeah. broke ten records, if you look back and you ask any anybody on our team who had those records before us, nobody would know because nobody right. cares. It, yeah. it, regular season doesn't mean anything other than getting you an opportunity to win a cup. And that's why we all play. We mm. don't play for the regular season. We plan to try to win a cup. Okay. I still bet they're pushing for it. I know what he said. I still bet they're pushing for it in the room. Guys, let's let's not get it. That's not a great attitude either. Like, hey, guys, let's not push for these records. So I bet in the room they're pushing for it. The Patriots in 07 were pushing for it. Patriots are pushing for an undefeated season. I'm sure. And that, I mean, the players. I'm sure these guys are pushing for it as well, regardless of what Marshan says there. That's the right answer. Like, that's the right PC answer. We want the cup. We don't care about, means it does mean nothing. It does. And so do all the wins records. Doesn't mean they don't want them. My guess is they'd want them. I'm curious if the fans want them. 617-779-7937. And we'll get to the Celtics. They have a huge game tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team that's already beaten them twice. Are you starting to get nervous about the Celtics dropping out of the top spot in the East? Down to the number two spot in the East, not too far, but still no longer at the top of the conference. We'll get to that with all your Bruins phone calls next. Jones and Mako return after this on WEEI. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now back to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Here's another thing that I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a harp on when it comes down to young guys and with this team and that they, they have a lot of time. That's not true. That's not true. Because remember, I was on the Oklahoma City team with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook. And everybody kept saying when we went to the finals, well, their future going to be bright. This team is going to be, you know, in it for the long haul. And what happened? At any given moment, a guy could ask or request a trade or be in trade rumors. And again, the fans, the city of Boston, the city of champions, Stephen A., they're not trying to hear about what's going to happen and how bright the future is and they still got time. they talking about now can you get it done. If Kevin Durant was available and he would have requested to get traded to the Celtics, 
we already know that that young duo would have got broken up ASAP. But don't come give me this about it's time. Well, it's a lot of time, well, and they got time. Good for Perk. Good for Perk. That was him today on First Take. I forget where he was. Somewhere on ESPN. Stephen A. It was? I believe so. So he was on there earlier today saying, yeah, don't tell me the Celtics have a bunch of time and no pressure on them. The Celtics have a ton of pressure on them. And he compared it to his time in Oklahoma City. It's the worst comparison you can draw up. (laughs) It's not a good one. Nope. It's not a good one. I've brought up Oklahoma City before. You guys hear me. I bring up Phoenix constantly. And Phoenix went out and has Kevin Durant. Maybe that started their conversation again. How about the Clippers? Yeah, There's I mean, any number of them. You but can bring but up. Phoenix was just in the finals two years ago, and everybody assumed they were going back. I thought they were going to win it going into the playoffs last year, and they lost in the second round to Luka and a bunch of nobodies. I guess Jalen Brunson, who beat the Celtics the other night, now with the New York Knicks, and it's Adam Jones, Megan Ottolini, Christian Arcan, Jones, Mego with Arcan here on Weei. We're taking you up until six o'clock with all your phone calls six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I I hope they're feeling pressure to win and win soon. And I heard Wiggy, and Wiggy, if you're listening, I'm giving you credit for this. I heard Wiggy bring this up the other day to Greg Hill. He said, which team in the city has more pressure, the Celtics or the Bruins? And I forget how Wiggy specifically answered. But I thought it was an interesting question. Yosemite? And, again, I'm giving Wiggy credit for it. I do think the Celtics have more pressure on them because, well, one, you were in the finals last year. Two, even though the players are younger... You have to appeal to keep Jalen Brown. Like, you're under pressure to keep Jalen Brown here. And if you don't win and win soon, I don't know that you're going to keep him here. He's sacrificing in his own words to win a championship, I think. But if you keep coming up short, you can lose anywhere. You can go come up short elsewhere and be the main guy on your team. You don't have to be the second banana. You don't have to be the backup to Jason Tatum. That doesn't have to be you. So the longer you go without winning the more likely it is that exactly what happens to Oklahoma City happens here. They split up Westbrook and Durant and Harden, Abaka. Same thing starts happening here, and Jalen Brown would be, to me, under a microscope. The Celtics have a lot of pressure on them to win this year. They've been expected to win. The Bruins are now getting to the point where they're expected to win, but even still, I think a lot of the fans look at it and go, eh, it's hockey. Ah, weird things happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Ah, President's Trophy winners lose all the time, just like Brad Marchand told you earlier this hour. I do think there should be a lot of pressure on the Celtics, and I'm happy Perk said it. I'm happy he went there, and I'm happy he brought up the Oklahoma City comparison because I think it's a lot of time, and they got time. I think it's a cautionary tale. They don't have a lot of time. You've got to win now to keep Jalen Brown here, I think. I think it's even just Celtics fans who are waiting around since 2008 who are watching that going, okay, that group... That big three underperformed in the long run in terms of how many championships they got. And then you go in and you get Kyrie Irving for IT. Like, nobody expected much out of those bridgy Celtics. It was a fun watch, but nobody expected that much. And then you go get Kyrie, and you have this whole lineup. And you remember the uh, the preseason lineup? Ooh, who beats this starting yeah, five? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know? And yeah. it was like a curse. That, that phrase. Because then it came back to bite you. And I know injuries and everything, but... That that felt like a window that slammed shut really quickly. But then it was like, okay, there's hope on the horizon with this young duo, with this group that they're building around it. Rob Williams coming up, looking like the physical freak that he is and the defensive powerhouse that he is. And now it feels like the expectation to me isn't just win one, win one this year. 
It's like, this is what dynasties are made of, is this homegrown talent, this talent that you pluck out of the draft and you develop and you don't need to go out in free agency and overpay these guys and everything. But to your point, if you're going to go that way, you got to keep them here. And for Boston, it has to be the winning culture. Ooh, like yeah. the banners. They they have pressure on them. Are you starting to get nervous, Arkham? We talked about this the other day. Are you starting to get nervous that the Bucks now are ahead of the Celtics? Not just percentage points. They won again last night. They got Giannis back. So the pipe dream, if you were hoping that Giannis <laughs> is going to be out for a month or a chunk of time or the rest of the season or whatever, he's back. They were winning without him. Meanwhile, Celtics fans are crying about missing Jalen Brown for one night against the effing Knicks. They're beating the Suns without Giannis. Are you starting to get nervous about the Celtics and the way they've played? Um, not so much even that I'm worried about the way the Celtics have played. I'm worried more about the way the Bucs are playing. I think the Bucs are just so hot right now, and they've kept pace with the Celtics this entire season without their second-best player, and that's why I sort of lean Milwaukee right now. If the Celtics lost Jalen Brown for as long as Milwaukee lost Chris Middleton this year, then I think the Bucs would probably have like a seven- or eight-game lead over them in the Eastern Conference. I don't think that's even that hot of a take. Like I just think that's kind of obvious. Uh, Milwaukee doing what they've done this year and, and being able to do it. I mean, we talked about that playoff series last year and Middleton didn't play and it went seven games and if he played what would have happened well what would have happened if he played this whole year Milwaukee might be the team we're talking about as the far and away best team in the entire NBA right now so, I think that's probably it so Milwaukee's a threat Arkan actually said Milwaukee over Boston when we talked about this the other day or yesterday, earlier this week yeah. it was yesterday okay I knew we said it this week you said Milwaukee over Boston we all agree Milwaukee's a threat is the, the team, threat. Is the team they're playing tonight a threat? Is Cleveland yes. a threat? Definitely. Yes, and I'm looking... Well, like, hang on. Definitely aren't... I think they definitely so are. as of today, if you're asking, my answer is yes, but my answer might change in a week. If, they, if the Celtics take care of Cleveland in these next two games, they have them tonight at the Garden, they have them, I think, Monday in Cleveland, the Celtics can alleviate my fears if they play well against Cleveland, and if they beat Cleveland, and if they really box them around. But sitting here today, yeah, I think Cleveland's a threat. I think they're the only other threat in the East. Miami still scares me a little bit, just given the track record with them. I don't take Arkan Sixers seriously. The Nets are long gone. Oh. It's Milwaukee, and then it's maybe Cleveland. And I think we're really about to find out with Cleveland, but right now the Celtics and the Cavs, I believe, I looked this up earlier today, I believe they have the two top scoring differentials in the NBA. Yeah, and, I think this... And the Cavs have all-star talent. They might not be deep, but they have all-star level talent. Jared Allen... Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley is going to be an all-star. Um, Garland was an all-star. Like, they have they have four all-star caliber players, which I think is even more than the Celtics. They also average fewest points given up against their opponent, too. They're, they're, they're holding teams to about 106 points a game. I mean, the next closest team is Miami at 108. Nobody is close to that. If the Celtics lose to the Cavs tonight, then I have real fear for where they're going. Because we talked about the last three games for Jason Tatum. I feel like it's a trend, and it's trending downward. He's back tonight. He has Jalen Brown back tonight, coming off of his first-ever ejection, which I hated. And I, I think that this is where he shows the maturity the ret on his return to be able to produce, to put this team away with Jalen Brown. Like, I, I keep hearing, you know, Missoula say, well, sometimes it's not your night. You know, sometimes the shots aren't falling. Yeah, right. Sometimes it's not your night. Okay, that's the old we've Doc seen a Rivers lot of make those. Yeah, yeah. We, we've seen a lot of those. Like, I feel like it's been a little while since we saw. Wow, this is the Celtics' night. This is a night for that. Yep. Uh, by the way, talking about are we concerned about the Celtics? This kind of goes back to when we graded the team at the All Star break. Like, this reminded me of that when I was reading Forsberg uh, yesterday. He says the Celtics set a lofty standard early in the year, one they've struggled to maintain. They started twenty-one and five, 
I think we were looking at it as 18 and four. I think that was our cutoff, but 21 and five to start the year. And the team's offense was on a historic pace. Was it true? We were talking about how good they were offensively and can they sustain it? And are they the best offense? Which kind of sounds like the Bruins conversation we've been having since then. The Celtics offense ranked 16th in the NBA. So despite having the fourth best win percentage in the league since December 10th, trailing Denver, Philly, Arkan, and the Bucks, there's a general uneasiness as the team hasn't been able to sustain, uh, quite sustain, its early season swagger. Last year's launch started January 23rd. If we look at Boston's play since that point this year, we find a team that's only 9-6 and six overall with a 115.2 offensive rating, 16th in the NBA, and a 112 defensive rating, 8th in the NBA. Uh, I'm sorry, 6th in the NBA. So... They just they haven't been as good after their hot start. And that, to me, is why I'm a little concerned. They just haven't had the extra gear they had early and in the season. And that was without Rob Williams. Early in the, the year? Early in the season. Yes. Now, they, they've had injuries all year, which would be probably the one thing Celtics fans would push back on Arkham when he points out Middleton. They've had injuries all year. They've only had their starting they five together Smart for like for four while. games. But, yeah, I just I don't think they've shown that extra gear they had early in the year, which is what makes me nervous. Can they get that back? Again, 617-779-7937. We'll continue with all your feedback here. Celtics and Bruins on the table. Plus, let's start to mix in some Patriots thoughts. Is Bill Belichick going to the Combine? Doesn't sound like it. He should be there, right? Patriots fans, we applauded him. We applauded him for going to the Shrine Bowl. No, 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 not next question. Bill should be going to the Combine, right? We'll get to that and more Patriots thoughts coming up next. W-E-E-I. Love E-E-I, man. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England's sports original. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 